0: Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead.
1: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Chief Investment Office Weekly Investment Outlook podcast. I'm very pleased to welcome today our Chief Investment Officer in the United States. It's Deepak Puri. Deepak, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing well, Stuart. How are you?
1: I'm really well, thank you. Uh, great to have you back on the podcast and welcome to all of our listeners again. Let's kick straight off, Deepak, with a look back to last week, a couple of very important data points out of the US in non-farm payrolls and also the uh, the minutes of the Fed meeting. Love to get your take on those two, if I could, to kick things off today.
2: No, absolutely, Stuart. So as you said, first of all, it was really great to see a, a streak of some up days You know, we had a nice uh, tone to the week and for the first time, growth actually outperformed the value, which has been something the market's been looking for. And as you said, there were two main economic releases. The first one being the non-farm payrolls, where, you know, uh, we had uh, much better than expectation. Uh, The 372,000 non-farm payroll gains were uh, at least 100,000 better than what we were expecting. Private hiring was very strong. It was strong all along. And uh, I think that just tells uh, um, me that the economy, um, you know, even though there are so many recession concerns, at least from a labor market, labor market perspective, the economy still seems to be in a firm footing. And then we saw the release of the Fed minutes from the June meeting, which was very hawkish as widely expected, but it showed uh, policymakers would likely to be, you know, debating between a 50 basis points or a 75 basis points rate hike when they meet in uh, late in July. And uh, they did show, the minutes did show us a willingness from the members to move in a more restrictive uh, Fed policy if that was uh, to be deemed necessary. So I think those were the key, uh, you know, market moving pieces from last week.
1: Yeah, thanks, Deepak. I think that's really interesting because, you know, in previous weeks, given some of the market moves and, you know, let's face it, the first half of the year was pretty terrible for uh, the S&P with, you know, a slightly stronger week and a better than expected uh, non-farm payrolls number. I think we can take some positivity out of these numbers. Um, But let's look forward then on, on some of the macro data, both on the growth side and inflation. I know we've got a couple of data points coming forward this week. What's your expectations there?
2: So it's going to be an important week. And I I like the fact that you used the word terrible. I mean, uh, for the first half of the year, it's the worst uh, first half since going back to 1970. So terrible it was. Um, So this week, you know, U.S. inflation data will be the front and center. Uh, The June CPI report on Wednesday, which is a key macroeconomic data for the Fed, for the markets, which is going to be followed by the PPI data. On Thursday, you know the um, on the CPI front, the expectation is going to be a little bit uh, that on the nominal side, actually, we did do see a bit higher number. So you will be most likely see eight point eight percent year over year number on the nominal CPI print, which is going to be the high watermark. Uh, but on the core side, you might see a little bit of a downward trend from six percent in in um, May to 5.8% in June, uh, which would still um, might help some of the bulls out there, which has been calling for the peak inflation. And then on uh, Friday, we are gonna see the first reading of the u consumer sentiment survey. Now remember at the last press conference, Jay Powell said that's one of the key data points that the Fed was looking at. And this is the long-term Fed um, uh, inflation expectations from the survey participants, and here we are looking for a number of 3.1%. So it's important to see next week we get some immediate uh, inflation releases for how the markets are behaving when it comes to inflation. Then a survey for long-term inflation expectations. I think combining both of them should give uh, the Fed a nice uh, trend in terms of price uh, you know, pressures that the economy is facing as, again, they meet on in later this month. And on the growth side, there are going to be two numbers, retail sales and industrial production. My focus is mostly on the retail sp- sales, especially the control group, which feeds into the GDP number, which is looking at a plus 0.3% month over month. Now, lastly, on Atlanta, Fed is now suggesting that the second quarter GDP number is going to be negative and if that comes true, Stuart, we're looking at a technical recession because the first quarter was already negative. So uh, the anomaly that the market is facing right now is that on one side, you have a technical recession, but a lot of measures that historically points out to a fairly stable economy like tight labor markets are also with us. How does an investor you know, sort of um, gravitate in this kind of market environment
1: is, is the tough question. I completely agree with you, Deepak. It's a really difficult time, isn't it? And let's talk about as a final question, some more data points, actually, that's going to be helpful for investors. And that is company performance, because of course, we are getting into our Q2 earnings season, beginning with the banks. I'd love to hear your thoughts on what you expect companies to be coming out with after their Q2 performance.
2: Yeah, so the Q2 performance, especially for the banks was uh, quite dismal to say the least. They also as a as a unit, the banking stocks underperform the broader market by over 300 basis points. So they kick off their second quarter earnings season uh, with the, you know, with some of the big uh, JP Morgan, Morgan Stanley out on Thursday, followed by Citi and Wells Fargo on Friday. And then the other two, Bank of America and Goldman Sachs reporting next Monday, which is July 18th. And the idea would be to really see what are the trends that we are seeing, A, on loan growth. Ah uh, B, uh, the trading volatility in the second quarter should have helped their trading business on the fixed side. so that should be positive. Um, on the negative side, however, there's still uh, a little bit of a, a you know a softness in the equity and debt market underwriting business. And then the mortgage banking should have also dipped lower, given that the rates went up uh, this last quarter. So it's a a balancing act. It will be nice to see what kind of uh, earnings do they report, but more importantly, how much of the R word, the recession word, uh, the banks use in terms of their forward guidance for the rest of the year. Now, keep in mind, along with the big tech names and some of the big consumer names, banking is probably by far, you know, the more important. These are the three more important categories of names that the the market seems to be focused on. Um, So it's going to be an important week. As I said, it's it's a balancing act because there are some positive trends compared to the first quarter earnings. But then there are also certain uh, areas where the banks most likely didn't do too well. Overall, for the second quarter, the earnings estimate for the S&P 500 is at 4.1% which is a little bit lower than what we've been used to uh, over the last eight quarters, uh, but still positive. And the idea is really to see if there's an earnings recession before we really see an economic recession. And those earnings downward revisions haven't really panned out still yet. So when you look at the third quarter and the fourth quarter of this year, Stuart, the earnings expectations are a little bit bloated uh, from my perspective. So they need to come down to truly reflect the kind of environment that we are in.
1: Okay. Well, it's all happening, isn't it? Just in these last couple of busy weeks before the uh, Northern Hemisphere summer kicks off and uh, we all depart on our holidays. Deepak, thank you so much. Really looking forward to seeing these earnings as they come from uh, Thursday, as you said. And uh, to all of our listeners, thanks so much for dialing in. This has been your Chief Investment Office Weekly Investment Outlook podcast with Deepak Puri and, as usual, Stuart Haslam here in London. Bye bye for now.
0: This podcast may be considered marketing material. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount you originally invested. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, ECB, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority, (BaFin), and by Germany's Central Bank, Deutsche Bundesbank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated, a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSC and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The product, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2021 Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.